Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast. My name is David Edgar, and as always, I am your host. And in a bit of a novelty this week, two of our stalwart podders who, over the past couple of seasons, have been dragged out on a Monday after yet another bad performance, bad result, or things going to shit. I thought, wouldn't it be a novelty to to reunite them when things are actually going well for once as Rangers, of course, beat St. Johnston to climb to the top of the table. Joining me, first of all, is Andy McGowan. Hello, David. Um, I'll try not to kill everybody's buzz today. Yeah, I mean, you, you rode it. You've had plenty of things where people have turned to you expecting some sort of cheer today. But uh, a man who's been accused of that falsely, in my opinion. But uh, he's here nonetheless. It's Martin Ramsey. How are we doing, boys? Yeah, you've not had to smash the glass to press the button to get me on today. So it's a, a pleasure to be here. Things are looking no bad. Yeah, it was a genuine thing where I thought, Do you know what, those two poor bastards really <laughs> could dug it after old firm losses and not taking advantage of a slip-up by Celtic. Um, it's becoming harder not to take advantage of a slip-up by Celtic because mm. so many of them are coming along, so you would need to have a period of, of rather bad form yourself to do it, and Rangers are not in that sort of period. What impressed me about the match against St Johnston, Andy, was yet again, as I say, Celtic had, had slipped up, and that's great, and it's it's been very enjoyable, and it's it's happening a lot. But uh, it, it was an unexpected one. I think we we tend in Scotland to look at the opponents' home games and go that right, we're probably all right in that. You know, even when when they're not playing well or when we're not playing well, you tend to think if if a an error is going to come, it's not going to be at the home stadium. So when they're at home, you think okay. Good side they're up against, by the way. A Kilmarnock side we're we're going to be taking on soon and very well drilled. 
playing well, full of confidence. But you still thought they would have enough to do it. And then they concede 92nd minute. And suddenly, you know, it becomes a huge opportunity at Perth on the Sunday. In the past, the recent past, and you don't have to go back that far, Rangers teams given this opportunity have tended to freeze a wee bit. And it's almost to me, I've felt at times that they've approached this less as here's a great opportunity as, oh God, God, if we really, if we screw this up and they've been inhibited in their play and the way that they've, they've played. Now, I'm not in, in any way going to turn around and say that yesterday was a classic, but it was more the manner of it. At no point did you think Rangers were going to drop points. And I got the impression the team just went out and got, we are going to do this. And it was very business-like. The word professional kicks about a lot in situations like that. But it was, and it was almost like, yes, we are going to go and Almost like what the manager's been saying, that they do focus on themselves rather than, right, they slipped up. It, it was more about, we know what we're going to do. We're going to go, and if we do what we intend to do, we will win this match. And, and I I suppose it was the way they carried themselves. I just noted was a bit different from previous times where we've been in a situation or one like it. So about mindset, David, and the point I would make there is that the support, me, you, Martin, everybody, um, probably are as guilty of having a failure mindset as probably the team that have taken apart in the past when these opportunities have arisen. And it's just completely changed. It doesn't just change by, cha- by chance or by accident. It's changed because there is very justified belief now when we watch our team because there is there has been such a turnaround and a come on um, in terms of purpose, um, you know, squeezing the last bit of ability out of every player and just general belief that, you know, if we lose a goal or if it's not going to plan or if we're going to the last 20 minutes and it's still tight, there is a different belief and a mindset now that will be or could be the difference between winning things and no winning things. So it's everything, Davey. It's, it's, it's too easy to just say it's a team. It's a support as well. I, I firmly believe that, even at Ibrox, we lost the goal at Wraith, uh, Wraith, Ross County when they scored that goal. I don't think there was many people on the ground thinking, well, that's how snookered now. Whereas in the past, and in the recent past, as you say, you lose a goal and you're like, we're not going to come back for this because they're mentally shot um, and, the, and the players and the ability and the game plan just wasn't there. Everything, everything has changed. And you can say the same across the road because... I think that we we should recognise more than most what they're going through just now because when you lose belief on the part and off the park, it's very, very hard to turn around um, and hopefully we're the ones that are going to benefit for this over the next weeks and months. Martin, when you've been on here in the past, we've discussed Rangers managers and you've kind of circled back to a point which is at Rangers, the manager... On top of being a good coach and all the rest of it, right? But but you expect that anyone who gets that level should have that experience. Mm, should. They have to be should. <laughs> well, they they have to be a leader and they have to be prepared to lead. That's you know, there's two different things there that they have to accept. We do not have a a figurehead of, you know, a chairman alas at a Murray in the nineties or, or we do not have that at our club at our club we really look to the manager to be that guy who goes out there and says, 
this is how we're going to do it. This is what I want us to do. It sets the agenda, if you like. And that can go both ways. That's also protecting the players at times. It's also geeing them up privately. Um, and we've seen both sides of that with Philippe Clement. He he just seems to have taken that on right from when he arrived. And right from when he arrived, realising what he had, incidentally, which was a squad of players that were broken, you know, shit out of confidence. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. not As he put it himself, not wanting to make a forward pass in case they lost the ball. It's, that's what he noticed watching our games this season before he arrived, that they didn't want to, they were, they were frightened to do it. And he somehow managed to make it a way to say, I'll take the blame if it goes wrong. You go out there and do this. And that leadership, if you like, I think has allowed uh, the players... You never hear, for example, at the moment about oh, Tav as a captain because he's just getting on with, with being a very, very good footballer. And you can see guys who are taking responsibility on the park, but for their own performances first and foremost. And, and for me, that all leads back to the guy in the dugout. No, it absolutely does. And it's easy to kind of decry or dismiss the role of leadership as a manager in the modern game, um, it doesn't, you, can, you can't spit out a computer, I suppose. You don't have to deal with it when you're playing football manager. But, you know, Rangers is a, it's not a normal club, uh, for better and worse. Um, and it does matter. Um, for, for those reasons, Davey, dealing with the pressure, dealing with the expectation, taking that on his shoulders frees up players. It's empowerment. It's empowering players to, to do their, their job, as you said. Um, I, I wrote something last week. Um, I, I think we've appointed the first proper football manager since Walter, in the true sense of the word. I think he is a good coach. I think he has ideas, general ideas, about how he wants football to be played, how his team, uh, how he wants his team to look. But he's not utterly beholden to them. He sees that. He appears to see that as a large, incremental bit of work. And the focus is just on accumulating points as we go, um, rather than the other way around. Um, and he is a manager. He's managing a shit show of a situation when he, he came in. He's still not dealing with a great Ranger squad, if we're being honest. Um, but he is managing them appropriately. Yesterday was about managing. A wee bit like St Mirren a few weeks ago. Um, conditions, this time it was more the pitch, which was a disgrace. Um, so it was kind of managed brutality instead of trying to go out and play football the way it should be or whatever. It would, no, it's not going to be like that today. It can't be like that today. Um, but we will we will do what we can. It can't even be like Wednesday night with you know four hundred shots and goal, whatever it was. Um, it it was just uh, it was a managed performance, and that that absolutely comes comes from from him. Um, and. It's it's just huge. Just, I unless you, unless we're ever in a position as a club where we're just so much stronger than the rest, we need that. Even when we were, we we still needed that. And there's just there's just too much to take on. It's too much for the players that come to this club to take on. And you do need someone to 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 hold that. And he's he's certainly doing that at the moment. Yeah, Martin's point there about adapting to the circumstances, I think, is is well made. Andy, and yesterday the match, the pitch was awful. I mean, it really was bad. You you couldn't make short, snappy passes because 
one of them would go wrong because of the pitch. And Rangers adapted, and it wasn't pretty, incidentally, but the manager didn't try to kid anybody beyond before it was going to be. He said, oh, this is what we're going to do. And I think in terms of situational awareness, at half-time, he hauls off Scott Wright and st- doesn't stick on Ross McCausland. He sticks, he sticks on Dujon Sterling and said, I want you to go out there, win all your battles and get into the box. And he does. And I thought Dujon Sterling was absolutely brilliant in the second half on this bog of a pitch because it's it's not about, as Martin says, oh, this is how we play and we don't deviate for anybody or any circumstance. It's a case of, right, what do I need to do today to win this match? And it's that attitude that I think has allowed them to look at the squad, which has weaknesses, there's no doubt about it. But he doesn't really focus on what it can't do. He tends to look, he says himself, I look for solutions, not for problems. And he does tend to look for that and just go, right, well, what, what can I do to fix this? And he's getting it right an awful lot. There's only one type of football, and it's winning football. And and you know we've had, I think it was during the Warburton era where we were refreshed by the style of play. But as Martin kind of says there, there was no, it was too dogmatic because it was that or nothing, you know. And what you've got now is a manager who is supremely pragmatic, and he there is a, such a beauty in the simplicity. Even you hear him speak. He's speaking naturally. He's speaking what comes to mind, and it's usually bang on. Um, and I think that is what you will would hear in and around the training ground in the dressing room. Um, if if we were lucky enough to be flies on the wall, I think the message is simple but sufficient. And I think from day one he's came in and gave standards, clarity of standards. Yeah. And you see that in um, in terms of leadership, for example, when. Rangers as a club were making noises around column. He comes out and says what he said in terms of, you know, was not mad would have been my can I take on things and, and I back them I back referees. That is supreme leadership because there's no doubt to anybody inward or outward on who's in charge and who has the maybe not the final say overall because we know how a club operates, but in terms of football department, he is unquestionably the boss but it doesn't you don't just get that kind of level of respect or um what's the word you know where people will will take your word and understand it and trust it trust i trust, trust. you don't that's you don't get that that's, a, that's even for me that's a low bar so the, <laughs> <laughs> the, no, but it, um, that, that's andy a really key point i think that's a rather a really key insight and everything he does it's simple uh, well, you don't you don't need a coaching manual. You don't need to have been on a course. Aye. It's uh, and the other thing that I like about it is seeing press conferences. The manager comes in and he says, "This is what I want them to do," and then the players come in and say, "This is what he tells us to yeah. do." And it's the same uh-huh. thing. And then on the pitch, you see that happen. It doesn't always go, you know, success, but you see, ah, that's what they're trying to do. And then as a fan, you can begin to go, right, I, I trust that. I trust him. Oh, he's, yeah, he's not, like, let's, he's not Barry Fry. I mean, he, he is capable of no, some, no, I think, some complex capable. football and ideas. He just understood this squad isn't capable of taking them on. And Rangers have failed and failed so often in the, the recent past by bringing in managers who had grand ideas, grand presentations. Um, but we're not dealing with personnel who could at least uh, absorb that initially. So, uh, as again, what, what seems to come through his messaging is incremental progress, but 
clarity of message. Andy's Andy's mentioned mentioned something that's been said often enough. He, uh, he you can just imagine him in training being utterly clear about what he's wanting. Um, also, let's not be completely revisionist in terms of what what we maybe wanted at the time he came in. A lot of us did want a, a maybe a more radical change in approach because uh, we have been pragmatic, just not particularly good at execution um, in in the last few years, last few managers. I'd, I've never bought there's been much difference in, in the last three, to be honest. Um, so I, I, I could completely understand um, the, the, the desire back in October for a radical um, change, a kind of post let's be honest. Um, now, we didn't get that, but we have got the pragmatism back, but just well executed and done at a reasonable pace by someone who is utterly, utterly in charge. So I think the the complex football thing, I don't think it's in the bin and it's for your foreign types and we'll never see the light of day. I just think it, it, it's just going to be gradually and gradually built. And when he has the players that he feels can, can yes. deliver, which he does not, he do, he do, this is not a great legendary Rangers squad. It could well become one, but it, but you know he's just he's dealing with players who have who have been overcomplicated before and have looked lost and have failed. Um, and it is just a a rational, reasonable, um, pragmatic way to do it. A very Rangers way to do it. But the proof has been in the pudding as well, and this is where. Even we as fans, who you know, let's face it, we are hypercritical. We 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 pour over every detail, everything. I, I'm well, trying to no, think. You're no, you're you're fucking murder. You're, <laughs> I could give a shit. Yeah, you you yeah you no, that'll come, it'll come. <laughs> well, I, I I often said football changes fast, and I've kept saying, oh, Christ, this isn't changing fast enough for my, my saying. <laughs> but it has because you've had it in four months, right? But the, the point I was going to make is that. His decisions that he makes have all been proven to be the right decision. We talk, You talked about Sterling on, on Sunday, but there was also, what was the game he played him at kind of outside Mirren. left? And, and you're like, shit pitch. Yeah. but it worked, yeah, like you know, and, and whereas you can look after the game and say, oh, it didn't quite work. It did because the result dictates it works. So I think that the uh, it's been good so far, right? We will hit bumps, and, and I, think, um, I think Parkhead was a big, big... Uh, point in, in Clement's tenure, right? It sounds crazy, but the way we've reacted to it, and the way he reacted to it, even post-match, where he was quite bullshit, I think that's the whole demeanour of the man, that, you know, he, he knows exactly what he's about, and he's true to himself, and I think the team now totally get it, totally understand it. But I'll go back to the point, David, and it's massive. The support do as well. The support are kind of... Um, the belief is back, whereas, you know, it won nothing yesterday with 20 minutes to go previous, a matter of weeks beforehand, we'd have been sitting there chewing our nails off. And it's not the case now because we've got such control. No, I've noticed going to games that, you know, the atmosphere is totally different. People were bouncing into Ibrox for that run of four games, really looking forward to it. Yesterday, there were no spares outside, you know, and just people are as you say, confident and happy. And it has been for a while and we need to keep our feet in the ground a little bit because to use the immortal words of Jimmy Bell, you've won fuck all yet. And it's true, we need to go on and, and clinch this title. But let's talk a little bit about the game then. Um, I mean, the first half, very little happened. St. Johnston, happy to let us have the ball. We were, 
you know, in, in command, never in any bother, but we weren't creating much. And sometimes you need a wee bit of quality then, Martin, step forward, Modio Mandy, who has settled in pretty quickly. Yeah, even before the goal, just looked impressive, just um, knowing where to be, nice touches again, given the, the circumstances, the pitch, um, everything else. <sighs> what an introduction, really, to, to, to life in Scotland. Um, but he, he, he just adapted, and I think... Uh, adaptability is a word that we're, we've used before and we, we probably will as the season um, draws to a close. Um, his second touch was obviously fantastic, but don't dismiss the importance of the first, especially on that surface. Uh, that, that little drag just killed the ball. Um, and how important is it for, for a player who, you know, is going to, is going to cost us a, a fair wedge for where we are? Um, in a position that, that people had raised some questions about in January, was that a priority? Obviously, it was a long-term one. And how many, every recruitment decision is a gamble, but how many gambles have we taken in, and it's taken ages for, for these guys to kind of come to the party, if at all? What, what a moment. What a moment for him to immediately, pretty much, mm. um, stamp his um, his authority on, on that shot, on, on the position. And no one's you know, no one's going to talk about that 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 deal at all anymore. Um, you need to go off to to fast starts at this club, uh, otherwise it becomes really really uh, really really difficult. So, um, and although no one was in fear yesterday, Davy, I don't think um, bec- again because of the nature of the game, you all like to see that first goal win. Um, oh, just going to settle everyone down um, uh, because it would it was garbage. Let's be honest um, for, for for that that open spell. Um, Cantwell was trying what he could to to, to link things together. Um, so a moment of brilliance. Well, there we are, off and running. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You need that, absolutely. And it's something that the team has lacked uh, a fair bit in the last few years with the 
the exception of Tav, who's manfully tried it, but it was good to see you know other players stepping up and coming to the fore. So in the second half, Andy, you know, can Rangers add to Dujon Sterling, who did play very well, but missed a, a really glorious chance early on. And and I think Rangers just need this second to to make it a wee bit less nervy. Sterling does brilliantly, goes into the box, and it's one of those really clear penalties, the ones that that if you're a referee, you love, because there's zero doubt about it. Two boys going for the ball, one player gets there first, touches it inside, and goes the defender, takes him out. It's a, a penalty kick, nice and easy. And it wasn't awarded on the pitch. Now, I know that we get told that we're paranoid, and you know, try being a, a fan of another club, you don't get any decisions or whatever, but that was a referee who was shitting himself to give that penalty kick, and did, just didn't want the responsibility of giving that penalty kick, and I'll leave it to VAR. But, I mean, the clearest penalty kick you will ever see. And what surprises me about this is that he should be able to give it without the fear of making a mistake, because if he has made a mistake, VAR's going to roll it back. All that would happen there is well, he's getting I would it, argue it, that it, he has made a mistake because he didn't give it. Aye, but I, so he's looking at his linesman. I'm being generous to him here, right? I admit that. He's looking at his linesman to see to see wait to see if he flags or whatever. He, he wanted desperately for someone else to say, no, you can, you can do it. But, I mean... Well, it, it, Martin's right, because you're right. First of all, he looks at the... He puts the whistle to his mouth. I mean, it, you can see that in the pictures. Then he looks at the linesman. The linesman doesn't give it. And then he thought, I'll just wait for VAR. It, I honestly think if, if I'd walked on the pitch and took his hand and went, it's all right, you can give it. <laughs> he would have done. But it, it it really was that bad. And don't tell me there's no fear factor with them there. When when they're presented with one that's the most obvious thing in the world. Also, another reason is, I think you always know by a player's reaction. Oh, um, yeah. And the fact yeah. that, that Sterling was apoplectic um, and the St. Johnson player was just hiding, you know, that, well, I'll just get out of dodge. Um, you know, you can tell. I I I agree. And even considering in the, there was a centre half, I can't remember the boy's name. Is it Gordon? He, he if you look at it, he you see his reaction immediately when the tackle goes in. But 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 I just don't know why he doesn't feel like oh, I can give that because it looks like it. And if I'm wrong, then it gets rolled back. And then the only harm to him is that he's he's had it corrected. But so I don't know. The culture of VAR in this country is such that you've got people quite prominent people want to roll it back, right? They, they want to get rid of it. Which to me is the most, it's beyond backwards. Because if you think where we're going to be in 10 years' time in terms of technology, this type of technology, uh, and, and we're wanting to actually kill it at birth, it just it beggars belief. So the referees, to your point about fear, are we trying to say here that, you know, pressure on referees and the spotlight that's been on them in the past weeks and penalty rangers and all that nonsense? Does that affect them? I think it does. I don't think you'd be human if it did. If it didn't affect you in the moment, um, but there were, it was a clear penalty. So it was the same one, and I don't mind jump to Levine, but Levine's made a point about more about decisions in, in a collect in a, aye, a collective sense, Martin, as opposed to the two yesterday because he could not have had one uh, grudge to that yesterday. But it feeds yeah. into a narrative against Rangers. So he's not doing us any favours. No, that's his job. But no, it's, it's, yesterday, it's, if you're watching that as a, you, you, you think he's creating there's something a squirrel. against us. Yeah, he's creating a squirrel with that second one because the game's done at that point anyway. Ah. Um, he's creating a bit of a, a. I'll talk about this on the fact that we've no managed a shot at home um, against a team, and 
he he said, you know, oh, these I don't know what penalties are these days. But look, that's a lie. We all know how the handball rule works. Yeah, there's some bad ones given, and you're allowed to say I don't think that was a penalty. Like there was a what was the game in England, Martin Luton versus Sheffield United, I think. Yeah, last week. Ago, yeah. Where there were a couple of penalty handballs that I was like that. Even under the legislation, they're not penalties. But this one ticks every single box. Goal-bound shot, distance, it's not from a yard away. Boy's hand is out from his body, it's a penalty. Now, you can say, I don't like that rule. You can certainly say, I don't like that rule. And I I, I think accidental handball should not be should not be punished. But it is the rule, and the ref, well, VAR are quite right to give it. They are, thank Thank goodness, Fars around uh, in order to do that. Um, Levine's kind of outburst is, is quite indicative. Yes, it's a managerial trope, um, and every one of them is is, is doing it. Um, if you start making refereeing decisions, the story no one talks about how poorly you played, and every everyone does. Um, but I think Andy's right that it's maybe a collective frustration. I think they've had a few bad ones. I think you mentioned that six now or something recently, um, almost kind of indicating what a natural anti-St. Johnson bias inherent in the system. <laughs> um, but but it, it, it kind of points to something that we all think, football fans, I mean, um, that we're hard done to. And we're the only ones. Every fan base in the world thinks everyone's out to get them. It's just, it's how we view it. Um, some might have a more legitimate claim than others, but but that that sense that, um, you know, we're not getting a fair crack at the whip who with all the best one in the world who cares about St Johnston um, it's yeah it, and I think that the refereeing hesitancy there, there will, could well be something in that uh, with the, the specific culture and, and pressure and, and kind of noise uh, in this country um, but it's been also been fairly common in other leagues who took to VAR earlier that referees would all of a sudden be a bit more hesitant and say, well, I don't have to be proactive here because the game could get run back and I'll get another look at that. And mm-hmm. I will not be, I, I will not look stupid because I have, you know, I've, I've not, you know, um, jumped in and, 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 and given something. You're quite correct, David. He's looked stupid by not doing that. He can't, he can't, he can't, he can't win. But that, that, that kind of hesitancy, we saw it in England, we've seen it in Germany as well. Um, but people just get used to it because it's it's here. It's not going away, um, and it could well be it could well be a bit of that. He didn't. He, he just didn't want to. He didn't want to go there. Um, but thankfully, it, it was academic. Can I give Levine some credit? Sure. I thought that his one take downtrodden quivering lip act, which he did on Sky and then repeated for sports scene. It's great when they I do that. That, that was that was admirable, and I think did he, you know. Did he River, do the week- did they do the wee catch in the throat? Aye, you know, the wee, uh, oh, you know, I mean, River City awaits because I, I was really impressed <laughs> by how both takes were so similar and, and you know, believable. River City's all as if it's just a big act, Andy. It's all <laughs> as if it's a, it's a pantomime, yes, and it, and it continues. Now, I, I wanted to talk about uh, a player who's been doing well, and I'm not, going to have a go at him, but it's uh, Cyril Dessers who came on yesterday, hit the bar, but missed another couple of good chances and didn't matter because obviously we, we won the game. Got two in midweek, um, but missed a, a few others as well. However, here's the thing. It was actually our, our podder, Adam, our tactics guy, who who put this idea in my head. None of the, the other strikers Rangers have used get on the end of chances as often as he does. Not even close. And you could say, well, I'd, I'd love chances like that to fall to 
to Silva, Martin. But there's a reason that they keep falling to Dessers. So how do you balance this? Do you say to yourself, well, look, he's doing the hard part, which is getting into the position, and it's just a case of coaching or confidence or whatever, or do you just accept this is a striker who scores a few and misses a few? Well, we've no other choice but the last, because we can't do anything about it at the moment. <laughs> um, he, I think Adams, well, the stats would, 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 would back that up. He, he does, he gets in great positions, which is either an incredible increase in the amount of luck or he's just very good, uh, he has very good awareness. Um, he probably plays the percentage a lot because how often is he offside as well? Um, so the, the, he's, he's maybe just quite clearly he's willing to gamble with space. So uh, be quite proactive there, uh, which is why, you know, you'll you'll get the flag, uh, but sometimes he'll you'll find themselves in acres of space, um, which is great. But the, the second part is, is quite important. And uh, if this gets tight, if it gets narrow, you know, can we afford um, five good chances for, for, for one goal? Um, I suppose that the bright side, the, the glass, uh, glass half full, Davy, is that for all those misses, and there was another few beauties, he's still there. Um, he will score again. Um, he doesn't seem to let it bother him too much. No, he doesn't. And, and maybe he accepts that's that's who he is, and that's what, what the kind of striker he is. Um and we'll, we'll just we'll just have to as well. Um, it is the it is the one interesting factor with the manager. I'm not entirely sure he knows what he he wants needs up there because he he's mixing that up now. He might just be you know it's been a pretty compressed um, series of games, um, series of few weeks. He might just be rotating as he's rotating elsewhere. Um, I'm, I'm not entirely convinced he's absolutely sure about how to use either. Um, and you do wonder with that particular position whether you we could be doing with a, a bit of consistency there but he'll continue to show he will score um but it's just as well we we create 43 chances in the game i guess andy well you know i've been highly highly critical of sir Dessers, but um 14 goals which he played i don't know many games but 14 goals seven assists i think it is and a lot of things i criticize him for are getting better. He is getting better at hold-up play. He's get, becoming more of a nuisance for centre-halves. And as you've quite rightly said, Silva played for how long and barely had a chance and their Dessers had, could have had a hat-trick within a 20-minute space. So he's playing the manager conf- would say though, The manager would say, though, yeah, that's part of it, that I get Silva. Silva ran the defence, works really hard. Silva Aye. ran the defence, and that creates, you know, they're tired. Cyril comes on and exploits the space. So the manager will tell you, and I think not unreasonably, that that's part of the plot. He he plays 90 minutes. We would like it all done inside 15, but yeah. the manager has sets tactics for 90 minutes. Well, I, I think the, the contrast between Dessers and Silva is deliberate. I mean, if you're a centre-half or any kind of defender and you're playing against Dessers in the first half and then you've got Silva, that's two totally different propositions. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's part of his thinking. And um, I'm willing to give Dessers the benefit of the doubt because, A, we've no other choice right now. I don't think it's a long-term solution because it's, for as long as he misses those kind of chances where he, you know, when he was through in goals yesterday, there's always going to be question marks over him. But... We've had strikers like in the past. I don't want to name names because it sounds ridiculous, but we've had high-profile strikers that we love and love dearly, and I've seen them do that kind of thing before. Uh, the, listen, if we have a great season this year, 
Dessers have done his part. That 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 is the way it's looking at this moment in time. So he's he's winning us over by sheer will of uh, endurance. You know, he's mm-hmm. came through a hardest thing that you can come through as a Rangers player, and uh, you can't argue his numbers. You you just can't. And I mean, the two goals against Ross County were fantastic. They were really really good goals. And um, if he keeps doing that, then we can't argue with it. No, I mean that's fair. There was a lot of wailing in National Teeth Martin on on Thursday on Thursday morning because we didn't go top of the league and there was some some real coping strategies employed by the other half of the city. Now, I don't want to be a hypocrite because I wasn't too bothered about it because I thought didn't think it would happen the, the next weekend. But I thought you know, no, we're in a great position here, right? We've got momentum. We've clawed back a gap. Um, so I'm not going to turn around and say, ah, that's us top of the league now and everything is, is finished, right? You get nothing for being top of the league in February. Uh, it's being there in May that counts. However, you knew there was a buck coming, so I went with a fancier however. However, this is the first time in a long time that Rangers have been here at this stage of the season with that momentum. Now, two years ago under Geo, you could say, ah, oh, we were in a title race just now. Yeah, but we were the ones who'd let that big lead slip. We did a six-point lead and we'd let it go. And we had a lead earlier in the season and, and let it go. And it was Celtic were the team who had the momentum. This is really the first time in years, probably since the the, the zero zeros, that Rangers have felt like, no, we're actually just climbing on and it's them who are having to react to us for a change as opposed to us seeing, looking at the scoreboard and seeing this big lead. Instead, we are the ones who have, you know, we've hunted it down. I mean, that that is what's happened. We have absolutely hunted it down. And now there's a sense of we just need to keep doing what we're doing. They're the ones who need to do something radical. Yeah, dynamics are very, very different. I don't think any of us have been here for, for some time. This, this kind of situation. I know there was, uh, in effect, a title race um, two years before. I would always quantify that as uh, when the split comes, is it still a serious conversation? That's that's really what you're you're looking for. That's a title race worthy of the name. Um, and obviously that, that hasn't been the case since, since 2011. Uh, so, so many factors here, Davey, and it, it's going to be fascinating to see how it kind of plays out. Um, the pressure is different for us now. The chase is over. That part of it is over. That reeling them in is over. Um, it's now staying the course. It's trading blows on a, on a, a kind of weekly basis. Um, obviously, we've got the the opportunity on Saturday to make that five and that kind of scoreboard pressure and, and, and just setting a tone that they weren't able to do at the weekend because it, it would have been interesting to see how we would have reacted if Kamala hadn't equalised. And it's just that constant um, back and forth and um, playing Saturday, Sunday. Um, so this is a new phase that we're, we're entering into. Listen, the, the manager is it's at least outwardly, and I would imagine inwardly, is dealing with, with that um, in the right way, which is so laser-focused on just the game of football that Rangers have to play, um, and the blinkers are up. Right, what anyone else does um, isn't important at this moment in time. I think he did allow himself the other week when I asked him to, to talk about maybe the last couple of games. That 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 clearly is important. What what else is going on? So yeah, it, it's it, it's fascinating. David, you you were kind of famous. Any anyone that was sitting beside you at Ibrox over the last few years when things have not been going well, 
and Rangers went one up. I mean, what, what would you always ask for? Not a second goal. Yeah. <laughs> which which home support is doing that at this moment in time? Yes. It's not us. And that's they were caught um with a fairly early lead on Saturday. They were nearly caught home to Ross County not that long ago after scoring after one minute. Yeah. It's not enough. Their chance creations through the floor. Um and that's a that's that that's new to them as well. They have not really been in that that that, that kind of situation either. I don't think certainly not with a, a full park head because you know the COVID season and, and and everything around that was 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 quite unique. So, um, change days for for us all, um, and the manager's right to just keep the head, keep the the, the focus on. Um, what happens next as fans we he gives us permission dream. to dream but but we, we can also look ahead as well that, that's that's how it works we, we desperately want to know how this ends we're, we're impatient we want to know if we win or we don't um so we will look ahead and we'll circle some big moments and next wednesday night saturday's a big moment saturday will not be a, an easy game hearts are absolutely flying it's just as good a form as us i think um Slightly better, Park. I believe. Yeah, and Rugby Park is it already looks kind of massive in terms of tests of this new resolve, this new confidence, and the M word that you mentioned, momentum. Um, all things being equal, Davy, if, if Celtic were ever able to, I don't know, crack heads together over the next week, say, right, enough nonsense. Remember who you are. Remember what you've won recently. Remember what they've not won. Um, let's get back on track. Uh, get players coming back, big players coming back. Blah blah blah. Then it would be really difficult. I still think for for us to to kind of match that. But that's far easier said than done. We know this in sport. How many of the, when we're looking as impartial observers, and you're just seeing favourites just disappear. What's happening in Germany just now? Um, yeah. It's far easier said than done. So right, boys, come on. Because if it's gone, it's gone. And it's really hard to, 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 to get momentum back. Really, really, really difficult. Um, so it, it it looks like it's going to be a, a season for us to just hang in there, keep doing what we're doing, and just allow their implosion to continue. And then you've got enough blue water that it it's a lot more comfortable as it was in, in 21. I, I, I can't escape putting myself in their shoes. What would our pods be like if we had won both old firm games? Uh, they had sacked their manager in September for crazy or whenever it was, and we wake up this morning and we're two points behind. We we would be. It's very hard to shake that. It's very hard to maintain belief and talk about mindset earlier on. Yeah. Their support and their team, I think, are sitting there saying, how the hell did we get to this point? Well, it reminds me a lot of 97, 98. Yeah, absolutely. What where I was looking at this poor, and it was an average Celtic side, a well-managed average Celtic side, um, and there's some parallels there for us, and I just remember spending that season going, how the fuck are we in a title race with this lot? And I think we beat them, what was it, all four league we games? We won three, no, no, we, we, we beat three, them. Lost, one three, lost in New Year, ah, you're right. Yeah, we, we beat them in the cup as well. We won three, three out of five, drew one at Parkhead and and, and, and lost, lost there. Uh, yeah, and, uh, but and we, I just, we were... By any metric, a better team, a stronger squad, all the yeah. all, all the confidence and, and experience, obviously of of winning nine in the spin, um, but we were mismanaged, and we were allowed to be mismanaged, and mostly this is how league football works: the team, the club with the stronger resources, 
the stronger team, the, the winning mentality, the, the, the history and experience wins. But it doesn't always. And sometimes gifts are bestowed. Sometimes opportunities are presented. We've, we suffered in 97, 98. I would say we benefited 04, 05 um, when sometimes it's just not right and you just have to hang in there. And that was an average Celtic team, David, but it was, it was managed quite nicely. See the woods for the trees and all that. They, they, and listen, we'll see. You know, there's a danger, of course, always looking at the past for for parallels that are absolutely accurate. Um, but but they they've got a huge job to do in terms of of turning this around. Yeah, that trust that Andy mentioned there. You know, one side has it, one doesn't, and it is an effective weapon. But we uh, we reiterate it. it Absolutely means nothing in February, but it is at least nice, Andy. For example, we've got Hearts coming at weekend. They're flying. I can't fucking wait for this. It's a massive game. First versus third. Hearts, you know, playing really well. We're playing really, really well in terms of results and everything. Both sides will come into this confidence. It's Saturday, three o'clock. This is what you want. You don't want to be playing friendlies at this time of year that we have been, you know, far too often at this stage of the season. Yeah, you're too right. I think we forgot a wee bit how this feels. <laughs> Because Martin makes a great point about the split. We've not been alive at the split for, a, I can't remember, in, in last year. Aye, and we're, we're kind of kidding ourselves. Yeah, but the, the, we'd won the league by the split in 21. Yeah, everything's, been a, everything's pretty much been a ceremony. There hasn't been a title race of the name in years. 10-11, last one. And and this is what's bringing us alive. Um, I'm going to enter buzzkill territory. So, trigger warning. So if we lose one or the other rugby park of hearts, then we don't lose our shit because these will happen. These do happen. You just need to look back in history. The title's one that you do have testing moments. But what we've got to remember is that to be in the position we are just now, you know, is, is utterly remarkable. It's beyond my wildest dreams, probably most of us, if you think back to how bad we were. So what we've got to do is if, if something goes wrong in either at Rugby Park or in Saturday versus Hearts, we've got to keep the belief because we will have moments like this and there's never been a title that's been won where, uh, you know, there's not been a testing moment or two. Clement's kind of referenced that a wee bit. He's, he's said we will have testing moments. So we've got to keep the belief. We've got to understand that we're still in it and the fact that we're still in it is a minor miracle in itself. So uh, it's, um, it's something we've just got to cling to in terms of, we, we've managed to get here and we shouldn't let it slip, but there will be testing moments. I mean, we will lose our shit if we really drop points at any game. I'll know. I'll keep calm, then you'll get me back on in Monday. And That's it, we'll get Andy back on. But no, I think we'll be alright for a wee while. Yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly alright with the side just keeping winning, them keeping dropping points, and then when there's like three games to go, they can lose a couple of points in those ones. I'm, That's how magnanimous I am. Isn't that? How calm is that? <laughs> Right. Just thank you. Yeah, you know, once you've won the league, I can knock yourselves out. I don't care. But uh, of course I do because we'll have the cup final and the Europa League Cup final to look forward to. Another thing, the draw this week. So, you know, plenty of, of stuff to be looking forward to. And, and I just kind of think, you know, this is this is what brings us alive. This is what we're here for, isn't it? Well, I'm, I, I've, yep. I've been I've been looking at routes to Azerbaijan. I've been looking at every every type possible type we could get. So it's no, it's I'm not exciting. I'm not going to carry a bag. I'll go to, I'll go to the rest of them. But no, Azerbaijan not not for me. I'm afraid. Well, if anybody knows how to get Azerbaijan, like <laughs> is it not Azerbaijan Airways? That, you know, fly yeah. 
fly out to Glasgow think... twice a week. Is that really I think that is. Uh... Go there for right. Thank you very, very much for everyone for listening. And thank you, of course, my two fantastic guests. First of all, Martin Ramsey. Pleasure, David. And Andy McGowan. Thanks for having me on, Davey, on such a positive moment. I won't forget <laughs> it. <laughs> well, hopefully there'll be several more of them between now and the end of the season. We will, of course, be back next week after we take on Hearts. Cam will be here later in the week with Heart and Hand Extra. And Martin's dominant show will drop on Wednesday for those of you who are following it, uh, coming towards its conclusion now. Of course, if you want even more content from us, and you should because it's great, go to patreon.com forward slash heart and hand. And we shout out, of course, for our live show in London with special guest Paul Gascoigne on the 20th. 21st of March at the Leicester Square Theatre. Just Google Leicester Square Theatre Gaza and up it will pop. Right then, folks, thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our executive producers in London, Mike Lee and Paul Miles. I'll talk to you again next week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.